Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of... Let's have a drink. The fun, exciting, amazing podcast. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a delicious beverage. And chat welcome. about whatever the heck we Welcome want. back, everybody. As you can probably tell, a little bit more calm today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Wait, where was I? Never mind. It's 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 calm. It, it's calm. Um, a nice little chill Sunday for us on this recording day. Um, we're both exhausted. It's been a long day for your girl. It's been yeah, yeah. We've uh, definitely been. I mean, I didn't do anything today, but it's just one of those Sundays, one of those days where mm-hmm. everything hits you at once, and now yeah. you're just you're just tired. Yeah. No, I think my week definitely hit me, and then like kind of going into. A pretty, you know, distinctly packed week. Like, we've got Batman on Thursday night. I have my tattoo appointment that you gifted me you for Christmas. You have little, mid, like, closing floor set midnight shifts. I Yeah, and then, like, work on top of that. So there's a lot of exciting things happening, but it's also just, like, you know, a lot. And I think last week, finally, you know, I know we had the, the holiday, but it still, it still hit me, I think. Yeah. Um, this morning. And I was like, okay. And then I was, you know, ready to go through and then... Halfway through my day, when you, you know, sometimes like people say like, oh, like I've hit a wall and like, you're just kind of like, oh, like, you know, ready, done for the day. Yeah. I physically hit a wall. Like my whole body Aww. was ready to just be like lying down. I, it's, it's funny. We, we, um, came over to sit down to record and I just got like a chill cause I'm just ready to be curled up under the covers right now. I know. I know. And like, we're not, it's not even that bad outside. The weather's been... No. Excuse me. Oh, wow. Look at you yawning. I'm yawning. Um, yeah, no, it know. hasn't been. I mean, there was some like decent gusts, but it hasn't been too, too bad. Um, I mean, we got another dusting of snow, but still it's it's been decent out and there was more sun today, but I don't know. I know. I think it's like getting to me because I'm waiting. Like, I know that like springtime's coming up. Thanks, Chaplin. Yeah, he just like fully knocked. Completely the, knocked uh, the thing. Um, but anyways, yeah. So like knowing the springtime's coming up, I think I'm like waiting for the weather to start to to change over and, yeah and all of that and like the days don't feel longer yet like it's i mean it's I know. It's, it's decently it's light out when i leave when i open get, we're getting close i and we are getting close but i'm still not really feeling it like it's you know i was i was done cooking dinner it's basically dark outside i know and like the weather's been so on and off but i think it's and that, well and that was my other point is it's still snowing technically yeah. like we're getting lighter dustings but it's still snowing we're getting we're getting over that hump of the second month of the year of like there's really january is just go 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 and because the start of the year february is also sort of like uh, the continuation of that and we also have had a really busy february and i yeah. think just going into this week is yeah. like mentally draining and, and therefore it just feels like we're just draining 100%. completely um but anyways, guys, this week's episode is literally just going to be us chatting about nonsense. Yeah, just so you know, it's that loosey-goosey format. It's that chatting about recent stuff, chatting about things we're looking forward to. Um, speaking of which, things that have recently happened, we got some merchy. We did. We got poos. some new beer glasses. Um, surprisingly, it took us taken us two years like i don't know why we didn't think of this sooner i think it was just because we didn't we didn't know really anybody and yeah we that's didn't, fair i'd like it was just like whatever yeah we were working on getting we got our first set of like t-shirts first because those yeah. are a little bit more yeah. um we thought and and you know we were still trying to figure out the podcast but now we have like the structure of you know 
we like to it's a new beer every week sort of thing. I was gonna say actually now that I think about it too it makes more sense for us to do this now considering the fact that like what we're drinking on the podcast it has become such a big part of it it's yeah exactly exactly yeah um speaking of what we're drinking on the podcast yeah. we'll we'll come back to the to the glasses we and will stuff, we will but, but we have this week a exciting um from Flying Monkeys, uh, a, a favorite of ours, a brewery that we enjoy. Yeah. Uh, we have a raspberry hibiscus lager. I thought it was a sour. Oh, well, there you go. No, it's a lager, yeah. Raspberry hibiscus, hibiscus lager. lager. That's why I thought it'd be interesting. Called 12 Minutes to Destiny. Yes. Flying Monkeys is uh, is a Ontario brew. It's in Barry. It's in Barry. Um, um, so on here it says, enjoy some sacred idleness. This... Uh, Sessionable? This, yeah. session- yes. this sessionable ruby-tinged lager is perfect for stopping the day and breathing. Steeped with heaps of hibiscus flowers, rose hips, and fresh raspberries, 12 Minutes to Destiny is a uniquely refreshing brew. Awesome. Hell that yeah. That sounds like quite a blend. That does. A we, we love Flying Monkeys because of their can designs, too. It's always like so eclectic, super colorful, really like psychedelic, I think is the word I would use for Flying Monkeys can designs. 100%. Even if it's like not necessarily, you know, giving me 70s vibes, um, it's still like got that it's like very colorful, very patterns. cartoony. Like it's, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. All of their cans yeah. are like that too. So that's really kind of neat. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, we, we got these new glasses. Um, yeah. Shout out to the Tartan Moose. Yes. Um, they, uh, is a friend of a friend, basically. Yes. She does, uh, you know, home decor crafts, all the good stuff like that, you know, you print. Yeah. And when um, I say, de- like, when we say decor, we mean like decor, like she, part of how she started her business was doing, um, like, uh, um, different shelving, especially like yeah. hexagonal, octagonal, like triangles and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it kind of snowballed from there. So she does apparel, she does glassware, she does, um, you know, uh, so the like acrylic signs that are super popular for weddings where it has like the brushing on it. Yeah. And and then obviously you have whatever words on like the the what's essentially looks like glass. Um, she does all those. It's really interesting. She shared on her page a bunch of um, stuff that she did for her wedding because she just got married recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Congrats, um, by the way. Super, yeah, super cool. Her. Yeah. Go on. Uh, anyways, yeah. So super, <laughs> super cool. Um, a lot of great work with like the signs, the... Um, table favors things like that so yeah yeah she does like cool like she actually does a lot of handmade like signs and stuff which i thought was really neat like they're really unique they yeah. are really professionally well done mm-hmm. um i think where where she started the business she was doing a bunch and now you know as businesses like that tend to go she's doing like a lot of merch um you know t-shirts sweaters all the, everything all the apparel and then uh she also does custom glassware she she actually had like beer steins, like the mugs. Yeah. Um, that I thought was really cool, but I was like, we don't really use those that often, and I don't, I don't want to have that as like, that's yeah. not what I wanted. No, our this first is set good. The little be. pint class is good. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, we got these really nice, and they're like they're a pretty standard pint shape, but they're a she little bit. She found a really good. They're glass. a little bit like thinner at the bottom, and yeah. I love that. Oh, I just sorry, I just hit the mic. Oh. Uh, but they're yeah, they're they're a really nice shape, like they're unique because I you know. I don't, I don't know. They, yeah. They're really, really good. No, yeah. She did, Quality glasses. She did a wonderful job. So it's at the Tartan Moose. The Tartan Moose. She is in Hamilton, Ontario. Yes. Um, I she think. does have an uh, 
Etsy shop as well. I don't know why that was so hard to get out. The <laughs> link is in her bio on her Instagram. Yeah. But honestly, I would just look up the Tartan Moose on Etsy if you're you not go, like an you Instagram person. You guys can person. go to our Instagram, look up our uh, following or followers. And just mm-hmm. you know, start Googling Tartan yep. Moose. Um, yep. Find them. If you have any uh, you know, custom orders you guys want to put in, she's got great prices. Mm-hmm. Um, super, super friendly. And she worked mm-hmm. extremely quick. And when I say extremely quick, I mean we asked about it. And then that night, they were done. Mm-hmm. We, we did get day, lucky that we she got like, really had lucky. exactly what we yeah. she thought we wanted in mind. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, no, again, just very, very overall, like a wonderful experience. Yeah. Um, anyways, how's the beer? Um, I haven't had a chance to sip it Oh yet. my God, it's really good. It's actually going to like go on my fave. I'm not even kidding. It is really good. Like genuinely when, when you like a raspberry hibiscus lager, this reminds me just so much of the blueberry uh, from broad, the blueberry lager from Broadhead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like raspberry. It's very floral. Mm-hmm. Which is not something I would normally expect from a beer. A lager. It almost tastes like it's rem- it's giving me like tea. Mm-hmm. Tea vibes. It's like a sparkling tea almost, which is not. It's a lager. That's neat. But it's it's definitely like a very unique flavor. Super fun. If you're looking for something that isn't all the way. Like I think the, the infusions that they have going on with this one definitely um tones down the immediate like beer vibe yeah. so if you're not much on the beer flavor but you want to maybe give it a try or have some more options i would definitely recommend, I this, recommend this to anybody the who color's enjoys gorgeous too the color is beautiful but like this isn't like there's no hop flavor coming through there's no there's no like big it's you a know, very beer zen. pale there's nothing it's very normal very clean lager yeah with that touch of it's got a raspberry really fun palette. tea type, yep. yes, absolutely, it's very, really very good palette. beer. Like this is this is when I, and and also to mind you, that we didn't get these cold, so these aren't. They're like they're a little chilled. bit chilled, a little bit chilled. Yeah. Um, but I know if there was if this was like cold, oh, it this would is be... a summer day beer. Yeah, 100%, 100%. by far, and I, that's why I said I think this might be a fave for me. Like this, I would. Love to crack, like start my Friday with one of these yeah, guys. This this will be a good one going into the because it uh, reminds me of like a seltzer. It's got the fruity mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah, absolutely. I but totally but agree. like you know, it's a beer, which is really really cool. Yeah, for sure. Flying monkeys, man, they never disappoint. Oh, so good. Do we? What's you? What's the other one we like from Flying Monkeys? There's oh, it's um, uh, the the future one with the cat on it. To sour. I well, at least that's my oh, favorite. No, there's I, there might be a few then. Okay, so there's definitely a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel bad that I can't remember the full name. I know, but I could definitely they have, like. I oh, can is point it out Juicy the Ass? They have one called Juicy Ass or something. Okay, maybe something like that. I don't know. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to think about Juicy Ass right now. Can you, you're just saying it very loud. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheese sandwich delicious, uh, ch- delicious cheese. okay cheese before sandwich. we get into a few things because i actually do want to talk about that i do as well we we need to get we need to get one little little one you know thing um, off the chest yes off the off the checklist to the editing software we gotta roll that intro roll it let's have it Have a 
And we're back, everybody. Hello. From the wonderful intro, Ryan. I I love how we're so chill today. Like you're just like so out of it. I'm. I swear, I'm doing my best, but I'm so zoned out. Ever when you're just like zoned out. Because you're Seriously? like, you're, well, because your eyes are much more prominent and you're just like staring off to space. You have oh, like yeah, your simple, so. simple, clean face and you're so pure in that moment. Aww, it's so pretty. That's you're so really, pretty. Oh, that's very sweet of you to say. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> get get the nice little uh, boyfriend charm out there. Beyonce charm. Anyways, um, yeah, so we have been busy and that's kind of why I wanted to do yeah. this more chill episode is because yeah. we have been doing a lot lately. There's um, been so much going on. There's been so much going on. Um, lately, Ryan and I have taken up uh, at-home dance lessons. Oh, my God. Not even dance lessons, just like dance se- sessions. Yeah, we, we have now just fell in, fallen in love with this, you know, enjoy a nice night out um, with, a, with a couple of drinks and enjoying atmosphere yeah. in, the public, in the public eye and then come home, enjoy a few more beers and just turn up the tunes and, and dance our lives away, sing our yeah, lives away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since things opened back up the, the handful of times we've gone out and like had a decent night of it, we've, uh, we've come home and like winded down by getting hyped up. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's been fun. It's, it's kind of a nice little ritual for us. And even just, I, I find we always get into a very like vibey feel, even when we're just at home and it's just we like end it, up doing something inevitably where it's like, you know, we've, we've, you know, you've pulled out the guitar and we've sang a bit yeah, and you know, or we'd have like a little bit of a dance session as well. So yeah, it's, it's always nice. Cause you know, everybody can relate, you know, when you go out and you enjoy time out, have a couple drinks in the span of a few mm-hmm. hours and you're like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling vibey right now. Like yeah. you're just in a really much better mood. Absolutely. So we've taken that and go, okay, well we have drinks at home. Let's go yep. home and continue yep. the buzz that we have going on. Yep. And like, let's see where it goes. And yeah, we end absolutely. up just, you know, enjoying completely enjoying each other's company, like just being happy and absolutely. genuinely just like happiness, which is, absolutely. which is awesome. Yeah. 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 It's nice to just kind of have that time. Yeah. I don't know if anybody can relate to like that whole experience, but like, I don't know. We just, we, we, we've been really enjoying it. And yeah. uh, I think we're getting more comfortable with saying, you know, let's just stay in tonight. Like, let's just hang out, you know, do whatever. Oh, Whereas, absolutely. Like, I think like last year, even it, we, we, we enjoyed much more enjoying, you know, going out and doing yeah, whereas The like summertime's it, different, but... It is. It is when it's, you know, it's like a warm evening. The sun's not fully set yet. And it's like, you know what? Let's go spend some time outside. Like, it's different. But honestly, any other time, I think we've got a decent, uh, I, I almost want to say like lineup of things that we like to do at home. Yeah. And, and be able to kind of like rein it in a little bit and have our time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 super fun, whether it's board games, specific, um, you know, dance parties, specific shows. Yes. That is why we were going to jump the topic to. That was such a nice segue, wasn't it? It was. You know, so um, with, with when it comes to staying, you know, home a lot more often, the, the weekends are for mostly Friday nights usually too. Yeah. You know, yeah. you cook a meal. And you sit back and you watch some Netflix, basically. Yeah. Um, we tend to try and like rotate through stuff that we can watch together. I wanted to jump on one because I don't think we've actually talked about it on the podcast. A couple weeks ago, I think it was now, we started, we binge watched one night Murderville. Oh, yeah. 
um, with what's his face, um, um, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Yep. And a bunch of and the comedians, There's actors, like cameo, cameos. Actors. Conan O'Brien's on one episode. Ken Jong's on another. Yep. Um, Eddie Murphy from Schitt's Creek. Sharon Stone's in one of them. Yeah, I think I think we're getting into like we love those types of shows mm-hmm. now because like this is like yeah. that's like the second of the other one it's, we're gonna get. It's on, weird because it's like a pseudo. I don't know. It's it's so it's such a strange like setup of a show and like you have to be kind of into that specific brand of comedy of comedy to to do it but it's actually a really fun setup it's like mostly improv which is really fun to watch yeah um but it's shot like a like a procedural yeah it it, is very unique in the way that it's produced and directed because and there's a lot of like uh subtle jokes everywhere because whenever you get improv you get like you know, you're on a stage or you're in like, you know, you're on like SNL and you're yeah. on like an actual set. This one, it literally looks like they're in, you know, they're on a show. Yeah. And they're the show, they're the actors, but it's all There's improv. so many fourth wall it, breaks. It, it's so strange though. Yeah. And, and so it's really fun. It, it absolutely hysterical. Yeah, absolutely. We, we really enjoyed that show. We and the episodes it. aren't long, so it's easy to commit to. Yep. But yeah, and they're not like to they're not like together in any way. Um, but the whole concept of it is basically Will Arnett brings on a celebrity, um, and then he they basically have a murder to solve or a, a you know um, yeah a crime to solve essentially yeah and they point of the show is so they basically they, have, they set up a bunch of suspects they set up a whole like crime and yeah. they take like Will Arnett takes uh, the the celebrity on this crime scene with them yeah. like they're basically, basically FBI they, agents uh, or they're whatever, like a detectives. The d- detective in training that he's training yeah. um and then essentially what happens with this crime there's usually three main suspects and they have to go and interview everybody look at the you know um uh, physical evidence you know they meet yeah. at the corner corner for the autopsy all that kind of stuff collect all that data like you would in any other investigation yeah yeah and then at the end of the episode everybody's brought back together so that the the um the guests of the episode can make their pick for um what uh, like who, who they, think, who did they it. think did the crime yeah and then they get told whether or not they were right or not yeah and the the best part was we we realized that i think after episode one or two is like they set it up on purpose. It's not yeah. like you know. It's all behind the scenes. Like they see it, but you don't. Like you can clearly you can guess, guess along the, with them. Because yeah, they you give you all the information. It shows the you all the information if you listen into how they like what they say, all yep. the clues where there where there's like, you know, and it's um, cleverly done too. It's so cleverly yeah. done. Um, so we were like doing that. Excuse me, I'm burping. We were doing that for the first couple episodes. We were like, "Oh, like let's figure out who did the crime." Yeah. Um, but it's funny because because it is improv, the guest is usually not paying a lot of attention to his surroundings or her surroundings. Yeah. Because they're also now try- they're trying to improv. <laughs> well, that's the thing too is like, and it's funny you can tell that they're following an outline, but then like stuff just gets kind of thrown. They have to like yes and their way through a scenario. Yeah. And it's really funny watching the guest and Will kind of like do this dance of things to try and get the, the, the scene back on track or hit a certain like beat of the story. Um, there's this one it's, I'm not going to get too into it cause I don't want to spoil it, Right. but there is a point in the investigation, the first episode that he does with Conan O'Brien where they're at a restaurant. Yeah. Oh it's my God. So cause you can see them start to break. That, that was my favorite part about that was like, he's literally breaking 
on camera. Yeah. And and that's why I love improv. Yeah, it's and, so fun. And it doesn't, but it doesn't feel like it, like we said. And some of these actors are so, like celebrities, the guest ones are so talented. Yeah. OG, some a couple OGs in there, uh, but a couple like really funny comedians as well. Yeah. yeah. Marshawn Lynch is on one episode too, which, yeah, which I thought was, was so, so random. So random, but he's he's funny. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just, yes, it's just they go with the whole flow and they just, they can't say no. So mm-hmm. Will Arnett just like puts them through the ringer and, and super, super funny. It, it's really funny. And, so that was a show. All of the first yeah. season episodes are on Netflix. Yeah. So if you're looking for something more eventive, um, especially like comedy wise, um, I would definitely uh, give it a chance. Yeah. hundred um, percent. But on the note yes. of improv. On the note of improv. There's another show. And comedy actually for that matter. Well, improv usually is comedy. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, but anyways. Um, basically, so on Prime Video, Amazon Prime has a new show out, reality show that's based off of, I think, what, what did you say, Spanish? It's a Spanish kind of, it's, 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 it's the Canadian version of a Spanish of a original, Spanish, originally original Spanish show. show. It's called LOL, which is Last One Laughing. Um, and obviously this was in, this one's Canada, so it's yep. Canadian comedians. It's hosted by Jay Baruchel, and it's basically all these really popular com- comedians, like big names in comedy, um, are put in this room together yep. like big brother style yeah um but they can't go anywhere but this room in like a little like almost they got like a locker kitchen room, like area. A room area yeah, yeah they got a whole setup but there there's cameras everywhere and basically they have to be locked in a room together for six hours eight eight hours six i, I thought it was i think six it is hours. six i think it, i thought right. it was yeah because when right. they hit the three hours that, it was that's halfway. why okay yeah you're right um for six hours and basically they need to they're not allowed to smile and they're not allowed to laugh. The main point, yeah, is they're and not allowed the to laugh. And then the last one standing but out of all like, of them. But there's like, there's loose, there's loose rules with that. So like, yes, not allowed to laugh means no smiling, no covering your mouth. No. Yeah. Like you can't be like. No puckering your lips. Like you have to. So obviously that's kind of yeah, given. Like yeah. You can't be hiding it because obviously you're doing that behind exactly. your hand. Um, but anyways, yeah. So like any sort of um, display of amusement is a no-go um and then so you just kind of you're stuck in like this weird twilight zone situation (laughs) of all of these comedians literally trying to make each other crack by doing the most absurd stuff absolutely and and watching also these guys that who like especially too there's like a few different generations of comedians so like you have these people who are like fans of the other people in the room. Yeah. And you get their talking head interviews like afterwards. And it's like they like they're like, this is That's the most surreal called. moment ever. Yeah. Like it's I was barely holding it together. Yeah. And they just but it's, um but yeah, so sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. It's just it's awesome to see um like everybody you know, they're all comedians, mm-hmm. right? So they yeah. re- appreciate each other's work. Yeah. And to and to be a comedian, you're like, oh, you know, you can laugh at some things, but not laugh at others. And mm-hmm. everyone's got their own style of humor. Yeah. Yeah. But man, these guys are like, they're so stern with it. And they have the most ridiculous bits. I think going into the show, they were told that they have room to bring a few bits with them. To, yeah, to they obviously like were said, "Hey, prep bait. some material." Yeah, prep some material. Yeah. Um, and so like they, you know, they once I think once or twice an episode, you'll have one of them do their bit, and yeah, just and they have to, and the other they can't just like walk away. They all properly yeah. sit there and hold watch it in and bit. watch and yep. make sure like there's 100%. even been times where some like they if they have to, if they almost crack and they have to like dodge real quick to like get out of the situation before they do. Yeah, they can do that, but I think usually. 
they have to they have to they're forced to sit through yeah some of well these i think things. especially for a situation where it's like not necessarily like a a planned bit but like they're you know they're just cracking off one-liners as they're all kind of milling around chatting yeah. um because that's i mean the port like a decent portion of the amount of time that they're spending in there and uh basically so like everyone gets uh, everyone gets like a warning a yellow card essentially and yeah. then they get hit with a red card which means they're eliminated so you get, you get two strikes basically you get two you, strikes if you slip um of of you know either cracking a smile or Regular laughing role. whatever yeah. um so yeah there's uh how many of them out now five i think they're uh f- yeah five one two three the four three, five yep there's then five there's, of there's them ten, out now. there's ten total starting yep. so yeah but, so, so anyways halfway. there's great comedian canadian comedians um names like colin mockery uh tom, tom green, green john lajoie, john lajoie um, um those are the May ones Martin. that yeah, those are the um, ones. And a couple of new guys too, like new to the scene. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the guys from is from Kim's Convenience. Um, yes. I'm not sure his. Yeah, his Andrew roommate. Fung, and then uh, yes. K Trevor. What's his last name? Trevor, not Noah. Um, it's like K Trevor something. It's like um, yeah. Anyways, first name K Trevor. Um, from Letterkenny. From Letterkenny. Um, and like I said, like Jay Barishall is hosting it. Um, really, really fun just kind of watching these guys try and set each other off. And basically the point of it at the end is they're all competing for different charities and whoever's like the last one left not laughing, um, wins the, the prize for their yeah. charity, which so is the really first cool. episode they show you, they, they introduce everybody and what their charity is. It's, yeah. it's for such a great cause. Um, and it's just so funny to like watch cause so it's like Big Brother style. So at the start of the the, the series, Jay Baruchel is basically just in a back room mm-hmm. watching everybody do his their do their thing, and yeah. he he's able to laugh and do whatever. And oh, yeah. he'll call them out on some stuff. Um, and it's funny because he again, a lot of them have been in the business together or yeah. came up together. So like, there's a decent amount of crossover with like them knowing each other, mm-hmm. uh, which is really fun too because they kind of can joke with each other on that personable level, and it makes that yeah. much more fun. That was the thing about. Um, I actually I can't spoil it, but yeah, there. But anyways, there's a lot of good, a uh, lot of good content in a show like that. Um, yep. it's like it's new. It's so it's so Absolutely. unique to itself because yep. it's improv. Yeah. Um, they seem so it's on Amazon Prime Video. I think it should be available in America too. I I don't I don't see why not. Excuse yeah, me, why not? yeah, yeah. It's just on Prime Video. Uh, but there it seems like they're doing two new episodes a week. Yeah. So right now is. Uh, four episodes out. So yeah, exactly. Two. Which was uh, um, caught us because we figured like a lot of times when streaming services do like a weekly show, when they air something, they'll do maybe like the first two um, just so you have a bit that you can like watch and binge and kind of get invest. into the show. You're not just doing the pilot And then it's like one every, you know, every week afterwards. But then uh, so we sat down this past Friday to watch the third episode. Yeah. And they were like, oh, shit, like one episode. But, you know, we're definitely going to watch it. It just sucks that there's not more. And then it does like the autoplay of like episode four. And we're like, holy shit, we, we get two of them? We freaked out. It was the most amazing yeah. feeling ever. Um, it's just such a good show. It's it's so easy to watch. Yes. Um, yeah. Not like super pay attention, like, yeah. you know, attentiveness. Um, but yeah. it's just, yeah, we love we love new shows like that. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to um, continuing like kind of this, I guess, every now and then updating on what shows are coming out. Because there's, I think there's a bunch of new um, seasons of shows we like. Coming Absolutely. out this year. We've got so. season four of Stranger Things coming out soon. Ooh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. forget that that's on my list because I'm kind of nervous for what that one's going to, where that's going to yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. I think it'll definitely, they, they they start to kind of like elevate and change and adapt every season. Yep. Um. So I'm interested to see what ends up 
playing out for this one because they're kind of all broken up everywhere now. Yeah. The group is yeah. not together. Um, so yeah, I'm interested in that. I'm waiting on season five of Selling Sunset. There's no like announced True. date of it. True. But I am waiting on it. Um, I know. Selling Sunset. Reality TV. But yeah, I do love no. my reality TV. I actually, I didn't mind that show. That was a really it's neat show. It's cool. You learn a couple things, definitely. So yeah, absolutely. You have value there. Um, I know for more outside of the box sort of comedy shows, mm-hmm. um, a show I enjoy, Space Force. Oh, yes. Just had its that just had another season. season yeah. Um, and that was, that one was, in, that's an interesting one because it started in 20, I think the first season was 2020 or something. Something like that. Middle yeah. of 2020. And so like right in the middle of COVID. So it was like, you, you were, you wanted, you were watching everything on Netflix. So that was just one of those things that yeah. gained popularity. And then they did yeah. a second season and then I'm like, they're likely going to do a third, but it might take some time. I'm not yeah, sure how absolutely. it's going to go, but yeah. it definitely felt different the second season. Oh, for sure. In terms of the writing. I mean, it always kind of does because like the first season is where you kind of figure out your show's identity and then the second season you get to have a little bit more fun with. It literally was like that. The established. Yeah, it yeah. Was 100% it always happens like that. Like yeah, that. no, yep. it was it was absolutely hysterical. That's why I find like if a show ever has more than one season, you can't judge it by the first season mm-hmm. because that's that's the that's the 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 writers the um actors that's them trying to figure out the world that they're in yeah and the and the characters yeah um i think i i don't even know i haven't even looked it up again recently but i'm pretty sure ragnarok is getting another season this year oh yeah and yeah. that's one i just cannot wait for yeah that's that, gonna be a good one when whenever it comes out whether it is this year or i have to continue waiting that's what i'm gonna binge as soon as it drops, as soon yeah. as it drops, yeah. I'm so excited to continue that story because the, the second season ended with like him basically finally, like just finally discovering his powers. Yeah, it's like come on. Yeah, like holy, holy cannoli! So really exciting stuff there. Mm-hmm. Any other shows on your agenda? Um, I'm trying to think. Not really anything big. I've definitely there's been some decent like docu series, documentaries coming out lately that I've been trying to keep Ooh, up. Oh, we on. watched that other one too. We watched the um, uh, what was it called again? Something about planes. Anyways, it was <laughs> the it's the one on Boeing yes. and the um the two crashes that they had in what was it 2017. Yeah. 2016, 2017. Yeah. Um, so right. the one that crashed in Indonesia and then the other one um, that crashed in Ethiopia. Yep. And um, yeah, no, it was um, the the Boeing. It's, it's their 737 MAX 8 or whatever. And uh, they're, it basically went into the causes of the crashes and the cover-up that Boeing tried to pull because of it. Yeah. Um, and it was it was really, really crazy because like I, I mentioned to you when I – first saw it on Netflix, I was like, oh my God, I used to watch Mayday all the time on Discovery when I was younger. Uh, it was like one of the shows I would g- go through and watch. Yeah. Um, just because like, obviously plane crashes are a tragedy, but it's in an effort to kind of learn more. Like it's always very um, curious and interesting. What can really go like wrong? Oh my Whether God, it's an external right? or something internal with the plane, um, that sort of thing. So to have in such recent memory two crashes that are like five months apart i think it was Mm -hmm. um the same type of plane the same thing like that whole story legal wise was it was it was crazy and like i don't want to get too into it in case you're interested in watching it and i don't want to like give away the whole movie but um it was uh it was really really insightful and um interesting to kind of see the 
because again too like you only see so much unless you're like super into it or i guess are like on planes a lot i don't know uh, but only knowing so much about the like airline industry it really like teaches you a lot about like how it works and how um like crazy it can be and i never really would have thought of you know major cover-ups i don't know why but uh, why I like would have never thought of it, but I never would have thought of it. It seems like to me that sort of industry, that sort of product is a given that you're going to want to keep it safe no matter what. Right. But even then it was like, okay, but what's going to make us the most money? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, I'm not a big fan of documentaries or docuseries by by some degree, but yeah, no. you saw that one and I think it was in the morning at some point mm-hmm. and I was like, that's one I want to watch. Yeah. And... Again, it was it was definitely a topic I I was fascinated in, but all ideally it was just a really well done documentary. Like I I understand the like how documentaries mm-hmm. are made, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't enjoy usually how they're put together. But that one was actually mm-hmm. just genuinely like well put together. Yeah. So yeah, well, I find too it's one of those a lot of documentary filmmakers kind of go in with the idea of oh we're gonna be an un biased or like a lot of times not even that but like documentaries are made with a, documentaries are also made with a certain purpose in mind so that goal that attitude that opinion that bias essentially mm-hmm. um is going to come through like if you're going to make a documentary about how like such and such person or company or whatever did such and such wrongdoing right most of what you cover is going to have to do with that's, that that's exactly it too i have come across really great ones that kind of Give the opportunity when the other side does want to speak, um, to speak and kind of give an alternate um, a picture of perspective, things yeah, and perspective. But like, it's still one of those you can still tell. Like, this is at the end of the day, this is the main goal of like what this filmmaker is trying to say. Yeah. Um, mind you, it also like you're going. Some of them you can go in and you know from the get go, that's the purpose. It's meant to be from someplace more personal. Right. Um. I one documentary that. I will always, always recommend for anyone who's into like true crime documentaries um, or true crime in general. Um, It's called Dear Zachary. Okay. And this filmmaker, um, his, his, um, he basically is making the film with the perspective of like for his friend's son because his friend was murdered. Oh, wow. And it's basically him documenting friends and families having interviews with um, his friends like you know, um, ex-fiance, friends of theirs, his parents to kind of be like, this is what, who your dad was. This that's is the joy pretty, he brought into nice. the world. That is and then nice. slowly but surely it starts to devolve into, not devolve, but it develops into also kind of painting a picture as to what happened to him. Right. Like what went wrong? And like, how did again, he get murdered yes. essentially? Yeah. Like what, like what, why he was killed. Right. Um, and then needless to say, things get more tragic right um and uh and he eventually there's a different purpose to the film oh um, beyond just that and it it is one that not that um because like i'm very much into true crime and learning about cases and things Uh like that uh um not that i don't you know sympathize and feel emotional whenever i'm you know it's kind of like it's still horrible having to hear about some of these things Uh uh-huh but because this was done in such a personal way, the film, you felt it. Like I, every time I watch this movie, by the end of it, I'm in tears. Yeah. I'm in tears mm-hmm. because it is so thoughtful and, and well done. And you really feel the effect that 
this person's life and death had oh, on yeah. those around them. Well, that was the big thing about the the Boeing one too. Like, yeah, there were some crazy scenes. Like, yeah, oh, uh, we <sighs> sorry, it's okay. Um, we we cracked a couple of tears too because mm. there are scenes where like they they took these people to the sighting of the plane crash, like the actual. Yeah area yeah. and then there's also the scenes where like they're all a part of these um court hearings or whatever yeah they're there representing their loved ones and they've just got pictures you, of their loved ones and, and you like, have it's these so, like interviews with them so where they're talking up. about like the experience the 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 tragedy of like losing them and how much that person you know i know it just it's so especially with something like plane crash like no one expects it to happen it's such a sudden thing that's the scary part about that too and like I mean, obviously losing someone in general is tragic, but like that is so something that like stuff like that accidents, things out of your control is always so like brutal in a way that you just have to come to terms somehow way or another that like one day they were one, one moment, not even day, one moment they were fine. And the next moment. And and, and it was the complete, the most normal thing. Like that's like the stories that the first crash had were like the girl, the woman was like the wife of the pilot. Yeah. And she's like, this is a normal day. Everything yeah. was normal. Yeah. And then it it wasn't. Yeah. Wow. What a twist of emotions yeah, in this honestly. episode. We said we were tired and now we're sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to jump back to, um, yeah. um, I think Umbrella Academy is getting a new season oh, too. That's what I've seen recently is Umbrella Academy is getting a third season. Is that, is that been on like the front of Netflix, like uh, worth the wait kind of? Thing. Yeah, it was one on the uh, one yeah. of the ones like coming soon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was also thinking about other shows. Um, I think Jupiter Jupiter's Legacy should either have a new season this year or I, next year. Yeah, I don't know. It was re- it's recent, so oh, I there's don't... another season of F one. Yes, that is also one that was yeah, gonna. Which is we, gonna... we haven't finished the um twenty twenty season. I don't think so either. Do. The twenty twenty season got weird because of COVID. I think oh, for I them. know, but we gotta finish so, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I agree though. Um. But yeah. Um, I was just scrolling through my Netflix to see. Ah, yes. Um, I I don't Indeed. even know if they're gonna do a new series of unfortunate events season. I don't even I, know. If I you don't. Watched it's it. been a, it's been a quite a few years. I don't think I, they're doing it. I was surprised. I don't know if I just missed this, but Wait. I think there's a new episode of Middle Age and Swartz. A new episode special? Like a, a new, no, just like a new because it's a it's an it's a series. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I they, thought they it was have just season, they have season one. And then episodes, and there's one that I haven't played before, so I think they oh. have a new sh- a new show. Oh, a, a new like like episode. Yes. Oh, because gotcha. they do the shows live. Oh yeah, I guess right? so. And if they haven't been able to, okay, interesting. I don't I don't know if that I mean like I said I just missed it, but I remember we there was two episodes. Yeah. And others three. So huh. I would love to watch that yeah, tonight if we can. Um, oh yeah, also just for my thing, um, the Flash is uh, is starting back up um soon as well is this is, the final season it's season nine and i don't i think they said it was close to the final because be i thought final. i remember you telling me a while back i would love day. to see it's done soon i would love to see that because because they'd have to end it with a bang yeah um i just i feel like it's getting to the point like arrow only lasted eight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i'm pretty sure supergirl isn't doing any more seasons it's gonna suck if it does end but if it does end they they have more room to start up a new one and they're gonna start up green lantern and here, yeah, and here's the thing. I just feel like, um, at least from my after like catching up a while back mm-hmm. to um, to like up to a, I, I think up to like I finished season six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it just, I, I could already start to kind of feel a bit of I fatigue. Know, I and, know. And it's one of those things too, like, obviously, like, you're a lot more invested in it than I am. Uh-huh. I'm still, you know, whatever. It's a show to watch. Like, it's an interesting show to watch. I like The Flash. But you're definitely more invested in it. Um, and so I it's can just tell where, the- like, when you're more invested in a show, just in general, and anybody is, like, you're willing to kind of wait through the other stuff where it's feeling yeah. a little long just yeah. to be able to continue you on with the things all you do the, love about it you overlook all the negatives that people look at it with and you just go i'm enjoying this for for these something, parts or for this some, character for exactly. or these char- sort of thing where yeah. but, like i'm just yeah it's getting kind of taxing i 100 percent agree that the reviews say that a hundred times over even for me it's it can get kind of slow and taxing but my biggest thing is because I still love the acting. I love the story. I love... Oh, for sure. I'm, there's Jordan Fisher's in the show now, which yeah. I think is just amazing. Oh, absolutely. And, like, not to so, say that, that, you know, certain develops aren't good, but um, with certain shows, especially something like a, a superhero show, there is really only so long that you can do things for without really having to change something up right. or, or finishing it. Right. And I think that's where, like, Arrow started getting to the point that it was, like, they ran out of, like... um. I don't know because there was some really great arcs that that in, show in got seasons. so so story driven too. Like, but it, I think it got characters. so story driven with specific stories that there yeah. wasn't any room to do anything else. So then you really kind of get to the point that you have to end it. Yeah, especially too when you get to when you're telling enough stories to kind of uh, lead to character growth and emotional growth. Once your characters hit a certain point of growth. It's like, okay, it doesn't make sense to have them go through the same stories again and right. again. So we have to either or uh, find a way to evolve or just leave it at that. Yeah. And, I, and also when it comes to superhero shows, it's like there has to be a villain. Like, yeah. you know, an arch nemesis. And I, so and I, eight of eight different ones, like they have to be all different. Like that's just a lot. I know. It's and like lot. I know a lot of superheroes have a decent like um, kind of gallery of, of things that they can do. But the tough thing is, is the, the TV show format and having them on the screen is way different than a serialized comic like you or just comics in general because like you can do one-offs anytime you want whereas like on a show you are doing sure there's bottle episodes maybe but like you are continuing a story across the whatever yeah yes you can implement some sort of reset like a flashpoint or whatever but you're still essentially continuing a single story. Yeah. And it can get really complicated really quickly if you're not paying attention to continuities. Um, I find too with superhero, any superhero media, it's way too easy to fall into. Um, there's no stakes anymore because you can bring anybody back with any deus ex but that machina. Goes, but that goes the same with the same route as like a show like Grey's Anatomy, for example. Oh, 100%. It, it, that, it's, it's falling in the same category 100%. It, it, because you didn't plan to have 14, let alone nine seasons Listen, of a show. I love Grey's, but they are at it's, 17 seasons that's what and I'm it's saying. enough. It's 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 getting it's so enough. far. But like now you're now you're writing like for, maybe you write two seasons at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're trying to do it that way as a writer, but like I assume one season at a time. Yeah. And so when you just Well, do depending one, uh, depending on the writer and like so with something like Grey's, usually you find out if you'll have like a few seasons. Yeah, you could also have a connecting season that, like, you know it's... Because sto- sometimes you know it- networks will be like, oh, like, you can do, you know, we're going to renew you for two seasons instead of one. Yes. Okay, yes. now so you can now start to build two. some of a story. Yeah. So with Grey's, I found it was like, 
the ending of one led directly into the beginning of another. And it right. was like, you could tell they were planning to just continue on the story. And with the Flash, it's like the, the same thing. It's like, I think a couple seasons have had like returning characters and even yeah. like a progressive arc sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but the, it, it is getting a lot. It's getting to be a lot. And it's just like, that doesn't need to happen that way. Yeah. And they've tried, like the CW network has tried to make other superhero shows, Black Lightning, mm-hmm. Batwoman. A few others yeah. that I don't like, Supergirl. Even it's yeah. like some of them are landing, but like all of those shows are the in the exact same format. Yeah, and I just like I'm surprised that like DC Comics hasn't like reached out to a different network and just like tried to take a different, a much more serious route with these shows. I know because if you got I, if you uh, did something like Loki yeah. or like yeah. WandaVision yeah. or like falcon and winter soldier where it's like you got some serious shit maybe even keep it limited and this isn't coming from a um like you know our generation was better sort of definitely but i time and time again between the animated tv show and the animated films dc already had a formula Mm -hmm. of how to really have good stories that they could have pulled from uh decent structure like they 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 had a um example of ways to do things i saw um a video on youtube like in a bunch of the channels that i like follow when it comes to like tv show analysis and stuff like that yeah i love that shit i can't help it (laughs) um and it literally was like commenting on they they had a framework to work with if they had followed the work that had been done in something like that you are going to have something totally bankable and now you get to cast actors that people are going to love that are going to drive even more viewers right even if they never had watched the animated stuff before they're going to watch for the fact that superheroes are like the most popular thing ever now most bankable thing yeah plus an actor that they want to watch are you kidding me i know it's i mean it's also hard to like get that initially like you don't know exactly what an audience wants until you put it live and they were that's then true retention. i just I that's remember, the scary part I is remember, like you you might think oh we got this great first season we have this great main character yeah and then it's like let's get it and yeah. then it, it it goes to the dirt like it yeah. just doesn't well land. i just i don't know like i just know some people who talk super fondly about the justice league tv shows true. the original one and the unlimited true. one the batman animated series um even like it just it's it's one of those things it's that like you yeah. you have frameworks for batman beyond yeah short-lived but highly beloved just, I think, yeah there there is this kind of like that kind of show yeah it was a thing mm-hmm. in, a, in a past in the past yeah. and, it, and it's still continuing because people love those yeah. kind of shows yeah i think you know what marvel's doing with their shows very different i'm i'm the only reason i'm comparing is because mm-hmm. you can see yeah. The difference in and how, what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And what I think is fun with what they're doing too is like each show has a different identity. Yeah. It's a different oh, vibe. Yeah. But like depending it, exactly. on the characters you're watching and it's it's cool. Like it's still believable in the universe, but like you feel like you're experiencing something new every time every, rather than just a serialized new. version of the something that you're going to go pay a $13 ticket to go see in the theaters mm-hmm. for two hours. I know. And it doesn't have to be like a limited one season series kind of thing. Like no, you can continue do it two on. or three. Like you know, make it lively, make yeah. it you know, but but write the th- write three seasons for a show. And that's the thing too is like it's always tough it. because some shows will never know. But it's way better to know where your story's going. I know, and then have to figure out a way to truncate it. I know a little bit. Just look um, at all the stats for like Grey's and the Flash and the Arrow. Like but, oh, every season, <laughs> viewership just goes down and down and down and down and down. It's always it always. 
it's more satisfying for your viewers when things start to feel more intentional because like by the time you get to the end, it's more satisfying because you have noticed all of the beats that things have hit along the way and everything kind of comes full circle when you've like planned things out. Like, for, and it's, it's okay. Like, I understand wanting to keep something thriving that's popular for ratings to make money, to have people keeping mm-hmm. jobs. I understand. Trust me. I get it. I'm also one who's benefited from the fact that shows have maybe, from a viewer's perspective, that a show's been kept on for a little bit longer. Right. That's true. There is also absolutely nothing wrong with writing a certain amount to complete a certain story so that you it actually feels like you know what you're doing and you're not just kind of jumping the shark from season to season. And tr- pulling and, shit out and of your ass. And figuring it out. It's like, yeah. oh, crap, we didn't realize that we were going to have to, like, worry about this such and such thing that was, like, mentioned offhandedly because we've taken the show in a different direction it, now. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having it planned out and then just ending things. I'm just I, – I'd, I'd really be curious to know – if it, if it was a cost effectiveness thing mm-hmm. or was it, you know, like budgets or if it was whatever the value is of mm-hmm. like, why do you do a nine season show? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you just do three, three season shows? I can't like, help why, it. Why can't having you this conversation, that? I can't help but think about Dark. I know. They were That's only ever going to do three seasons because that was the point. That was they the were going to have a three-part structure because threes were everywhere in their story. There was three different timelines. There was uh, there at was the start. <laughs> all of the yeah at the start. There was all these interconnecting things, and they knew how long they needed to take to tell the specific it was story. A gorgeous and by the time you got to the end of it, you were like, "Holy!" It was the most. It was the. It was, it was a show that was written for three seasons. It, it, yeah. and, and all three seasons. Every episode, every yeah. dialogue, yep. script, yep. written before they even started filming season yeah, one. They knew where it was they going. They knew exactly so what now that to do. Not just the writers and the directors, but like actors had an idea of where things were going to go. Yeah. So they knew how to act their characters so that we felt their character growth. And it wasn't kind of just like them. They, they were intentionally making decisions and portraying what their actor was rather than just reacting to things happening mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. They were an active role in it. Which is insane. And and you can notice a difference that even when when it's ideas that are super out there and far-fetched, if it's well thought out and well planned and believably executed, you are automatically on board and it's a much better and viewing it, and experience. It, and it worked. But then you and then you get stuff like the entire Marvel universe right now. They're connecting everything. And like those are getting written together almost. Yeah. It's crazy. And I, and I find too there's a difference between like uh, one thing I always find is um, an issue when I'm watching stuff is is characters who have the same thing happen to them again and again and never learn from it and yeah. never react a different way right. and being treated the same way or having the same outcomes or no consequences versus the shows that actually learn how to do that. Yep. Yep. And that is a huge versus thing, a show especially that some as, like main character gets into a conflict and he gets himself out and then yeah. learns. Yeah. And then it's 100%. But the next week, uh, the same thing happens to them again for I the know, next five I episodes. Know, and know. then nothing happens. It's that's like, what I'm didn't, saying. Didn't you learn from this before? I know. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I don't know. I, that's the whole, that's kind of why shows, I think a lot of the shows that we see now are shifting in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Like a lot more popular shows are mm-hmm. are not as much like Grey's, you know, yeah. The Flash, you know, Arrow, all yeah. those shows that are so yeah. just, they have a specific structure. Yeah. They're not, they're not a big thing And again, thing not that there's anything wrong with those kind of shows either, but it's just one of those things where it's like, you have to be so careful because if anything, like now more than anything, showrunners and like people behind like writers and things like that should be aware that like fans and viewers are watching very closely. 
Yeah. When someone's invested Especially in something, they're going to pay as seasons in. Exactly. They're going to pay as much in. attention as possible. And then like all they're going to talk about is plot holes and inconsistencies. Kind of. Oh, they're going to look at the negatives because they can't really see. Like I look at every new flash trailer, all the comments and all the social media posts. It's like, Oh, Iris is here. I'm not watching this. It's like, what the hell? Why are you so mad at like, they're, like, why are you mad here? Yeah. Just enjoy it for enjoying it. Yeah. Just but you fun. can't deny those shows get repetitive really quick. Yeah. And like me and like, like a lot of people you're yeah. watching for sp- some specific moments for a specific yeah. character, yeah. you know, for a specific CGI. Yeah. Like that's why I love the flash. Yeah. Love speedster scenes. One of my, who doesn't. And this even happens to shows that are highly regarded. One of my favorite TV shows, The X-Files. Yes. It went on for two other seasons, and I'd even argue two and a half seasons. Too long. I know. Fantastic show, but it just gets to the point that it goes beyond its own mythos. Do you and think it, Criminal it, Minds it, is kind of in that boat too? Well, Criminal Minds is done. It's been done for a while now. How many now. seasons did it have? Um, but it did have 15 seasons. That's I will say that there it is a lot of seasons. I will say it's... It's weird because here's the thing, though, is what they did is their characters went through new things all the time. You are right. They they had different stories that yeah. that either it's one of those it, it had them um, challenge old demons in a way that elevated them as a character or led to a character growth. Um, there was a lot of changeover in a decent chunk of the latter seasons, and I didn't always love it. Do you think you're a little bit biased? Probably because I love the okay. show. Yeah, and I will say, like again, too, it's one of those things. The way for you for Flash, you're willing to look past exactly. Things. There's definitely some like um, things on the show where even like diehard fans would be like, "Yeah, that wasn't like their best work," but like, right. I'm willing to look past it. Right, right. Um, and, but so like I don't know. It's tough because it does. You know, it's literally a new case every episode, unless it happens to be like a two or a three parter. Right. So it does get kind of repetitive. You're going to hit the same beats. It, yep. You're going to hit, oh, everybody shows up at the office, has some witty banter. Oh, they have a case now. Things need to yeah. be serious. They go through the breakdown, whatever. One, they start doing the their pondering. One of the characters is more uh, prominently in the in the case, on the case. They, Sometimes, they, they, they oh, that's more. the thing too, is like usually um, uh, every week or at least every other week, there's like a specific at-home thing or personal thing that one of the yep. investigators is dealing with that the case reflects so yep. that you can kind of see that mirrored in the case that they're yep. working on. Yep. And, you know, you hit the certain beats in the case where, you know, they go, they all go split up because they're chatting on the plane and then like Garcia says something funny and cheeky and then they get there and, you know, they're doing their investigating and you always hit the mark of, okay, it's time to get the profile. Yeah. And it's always this big thing when they give the profile. Like, yeah, giant. Beats. They're all in the room. All the police officers. And they I'm get saying, a giant it, profile. The they collect all of the evidence they yes, have. Yes. And I'm saying this with love. Like, I love the show. And yeah. it's nice when you can have familiar beats. It's the same thing with Bones. But yeah. Once, again, one of my favorite shows. Um, again, it hits the same beats. Familiar beats, but it hits the same Fam- beats. Familiar beats, um, I think, make a show work to an extent. Yeah. And you need to spice things up, but it's also nice to have that familiarity because that's why you know and love the show. Yeah. Um, But it's it's, it's a fine line to dance. And I'm sitting here. I don't write anything of the sort. I'm not even like an expert on narrative. Like I'm sure some ideas I'd come up with are absolute shit. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. I've enjoyed enough of like similar groupings of types of shows. You really do. There's a marked difference with the ones that do well and the ones that don't. Or the ones that when they're done, they're still highly regarded despite maybe some problems years afterwards compared to other ones that get trash talked all the time. Well, it, when the flash ends up, whenever it eventually is done years after that show gets done and like everyone's like that show was great. Cause it is, 
It's a great show. Yeah. And people are looking at it right now. It's kind of like whatever. But you really like those shows, stuff like Bones, White Collar even. Yeah. You know, um, Shits, not Shits Creek, but like, you know, there's a lot of shows that you fall in a, in a category. For me, I'm really falling in love with these limited series, yeah. um, comedy, unique, you know, improv, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. But like much more, you know, its own category of yeah. of style of show. For sure. I definitely would say that I'm buying into that a little bit more too yeah, as yeah. well. Um, I just can't wait, man. There's so many shows that we have started and are likely getting new seasons this year. Yeah, if exactly. not started next year. Lots to look forward to. Mm-hmm. We get to see the Batman this week. So I'm we will have a review for, for you guys next week. Um, or other things. Or other things. We, we will see. We will um, see. We, got lots we, of time. Like to, we like to keep surprises around here. Um, and there's one big surprise coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Which we got some more uh, news on today. We got... Look at that. Yeah, um, anyways, exciting things. We are so excited. Uh, stay tuned. I love we how are... this developed into a Lucy Goosey episode of Life Update, and then we just talked about TV shows for like 45 minutes. I'm so minutes. tired. I need to, I need to go I'm to ready to I am ready curl to up, have some head. snacks, know, and go to bed. Um, but we are so excited. We hope you guys are excited for our 100th episode coming in just a few weeks. Ooh, ooh. Uh, big, big, big news coming from that. Um, and we can't wait to share with you guys. Yeah. In the meantime, um, if you're on our social media, if you if you've seen our posts we have like we said at the start of the episode we have new let's have a drink glasses reach out shoot us a dm if you're interested in getting one or two of your own um we'll we'll we're gonna look at uh, getting like sort of a bulk order and hooking up a bunch of people yeah um, absolutely and we'll we'll discuss the cost and all that stuff but yeah yeah let us know um and this has been let's have a drink episode 97 <whistles> sign us up right Peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, do like a legit sign up. No, oh, say something to the viewer. Listen. Let, um. Okay. Well. Um. I just want to say it. Show super- yourself out. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ryan at Ryan Taylor Porter on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I honestly, it's super wild to me that we are at a hundred episodes. We've been doing this since, um, January twenty twenty. Through a pandemic. Through a panty, a panorama, and more. Um, we've gotten, you know, we've celebrated birthdays, Christmases, gotten engaged. So many. Oh my God. Got a cat. Um, got a cat. Got a loafer baby, our son. Lick, lick. Lick, lick. Um, he's cleaning himself behind Curtis right now. Um, but yeah, so just super appreciative that we get to have these sorts of fun surprises mm-hmm. and that we get to keep sitting down and doing this. Even on days when we're super tired, we always find a way to pull it out. And uh, you guys are definitely a part of the motivation. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Um, I guess that was beautiful. That was just absolutely wonderful. We will catch you guys next week. Peace.